0: Hello and welcome to this week's look at stunts and action on film and television. In the world of British stunt work, Roy Scammell was right there from the beginning. Starting his career ice skating, he progressed to film and television work. His work includes The Great Escape, The Dirty Dozen, The Avengers TV show, Rollerball, alien and clockwork orange as stunt coordinator plus countless episodes of doctor who alongside Derek ware and the rest of the havoc team i was lucky enough to chat with him in 2018 about his life as a stuntman for the show the stunt pod the other voice you'll hear is the host of the show stuntman blake spawn mr
1: royce hello there how hello. are you very well thank you thank you so much for joining us and thank you for giving us some of your time my pleasure it's an absolute privilege um we, uh, the episode is you know is about Havoc and Derek Ware, but can you tell us when you started and and when when your path towards <laughs> your path
2: towards Havoc began? Yes. Well, towards Havoc, I don't know, but my my total career began in just after the war in about 1947 48. Um, I was playing junior hockey at Wembley, and um, there was a film that came along with Dirk Bogart Called once a Jolly Swagman, um, I was playing ice hockey quite well. And Bill Kitchener, the captain of the Wem- the Wembley Lions, uh, said he was performing film, and uh, I went across and I watched this going on. And Dirk Bogard, who was a star of film, couldn't ride a bike. Well, not obviously not tearing around as we were.
0: You're not a speedway bike, no. No,
2: <clears throat> and um, I-, I was lucky enough that uh, Bill Kitchener's son wanted to learn skate, so I was teaching him how to skate. Right. And he, in fact, uh, got me to use the bikes and I could drive the bikes quite well, in fact, because it was the Speedway guys. Uh-huh. And in those days, I looked rather like that Bogart. Mm. And uh, forget the director's name, he came and said, could you do the doubling for me? I didn't a t- double, I didn't a double, I started bent <laughs> over, stood up again, is that what you mean, sir? <laughs> No, not bench-double. It's <laughs> not that kind of film, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I've,
2: got oh the job. I've got the job anyway. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of director, though, yes, isn't yeah, he? Yes, yeah.
0: yeah, good. You've got the part based on your abilities right there. Doubling with Cause that doubling was very we'll talk about that sequence now, if we may, because the, the um, look at Speedway now, yeah. as we see it, I remember watching it on TV myself on a Saturday and Sunday afternoon, uh, and there's lots of you know top quality equipment the bikes yeah. are very very souped up the this particular movie i mean firstly the costume
2: itself just, was just, just road leather very yeah, very
0: minimal yeah and and the bikes looked like they were real trouble to handle as well
2: yeah they, they i mean they're nothing like the modern bike no. i mean the the forks were just telescopic forks had just been put on the bikes right. they're, they're just right. after the war. the before that they were the old girder forks you know right. and were, so we had tellers which we we're lucky to have but I wasn't a, a, a bike personado. I was virtually a guy that could jump on a bike and had enough to have a go at them, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was quite interesting to do, you know. There, yeah.
0: was, there was a couple of offs as well, wasn't there? There was one that was almost into camera. Yeah. Um, and then another one was, was in a race with Bill Owen. Bill
2: Owen, yeah. Um, he was I... a lovely guy, Bill Yeah. Owen.
0: Sweet uh, guy. We we sort of associating with Last of the Summer Wine, but, I mean, the, here he is, a really good-looking yeah. fella yeah. Uh, in this particular ride. And, yeah. and his off in the picture was, was, a, was, a, was a monster. Yeah. I mean, it was...
2: Yeah, he was a tiny little guy, about five five. you know. Well, I'm only 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but right. he, was, he was my junior, you know, physically. Mm. But there we go. Yeah. yeah. Fun to do. Wembley was a lovely time. The war was over. We're all quite happy. I was heading for ice shows with Tom Holland's ice shows and then going on to Holly on ice. Okay. Um, I, I toured with Holiday, went all around Europe. Uh, came back and got called up for the Air Force. Did right. two, two years national service. Came out, um, uh, then went back to uh, skating again, got mm-hmm. married, had a child. And, um, uh, just stayed with Ice for a while. There's c- quite funny stories there actually because, uh, do you want to hear funny stories? Oh, <laughs> we, we love a funny story. We're always oh, <laughs> up for a funny one, story, Roy, Mr. Scandal. You've got a funny story, <laughs> you dish it out. Well, basically, um, I contracted to go away with the back to the states, and uh, my wife uh, well was, wasn't too well, so um, I had I had a flat in charge, cost me a fortune. Oh. So suddenly I thought, wow! If I ditch the contract, I've got to make some money. Right. What am I going to do? So I was walking by the embankment, and I met a friend of mine, uh, Sadie Edden. Oh yes, Edden, yeah, Edden, yeah, yeah. And Eddie was a character, and uh, he said, "What are you doing, Roy?" I said, "No, this is Sadie," and Sadie was a great dancer. Great stunt lady, too. Uh-huh. And um, she said, I'm at the windmill. So, what are you doing there? I said, I'll get you an audition. She said, you skate, don't you? I said, yes. yes. So, uh, went to the theatre, Monday morning, for total auditions. There was people like Bruce Forsyth and, you know, the Morkham and Wise and yeah. people like that there, who then weren't big, they weren't names, you know. But hmm. And... Um, <clears throat> uh, Sadie said, Come on, right. I got on stage. She was holding my hand like a little boy. <laughs> the, old, the old man was up in the gods, madam. Uh Sadie, what does he do? He's an ice skater. We've got no bloody ice. So exit stage left. Stand still, right? Stand still. So I stood still. Put me in a drape lift. Well, a drape lift is where you take a girl on one arm, you've got her above. Oh, oh yeah. But laying back, so her head's back where my hips are, laying back. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Oh, yeah, strong, isn't he? Yeah, got a good body. I'm hearing all this going on, this dialogue, you know. Um, quick, uh, keep, keep me walking, keep walking. Uh, what else can you do? Uh, can you sing, Roy? Sing. Gee, but it's great after being out late, walking my baby back home. <laughs> put her down, put her- Put him as Tarzan in Jungle Drums. so I got the job.
0: <laughs> the big singing number, of course, in Tarzan's Jungle
2: Drums. It was a complete joke. Love. The women was like you learn so much there, though. Yeah, and it was very strict. I mean, you, the, the girls were like they were treated like sisters. You didn't get involved in any stuff. It was very strict. Most of the girls were pretty good pro dancers, but they either got married so they couldn't tour. So the mill was always a, a place you could get in if you were good enough. Yeah. It was pretty tough auditioning there, apparently.
0: So I believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: what, what 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 sort of years are we talking? About, about fifty-seven,
1: fifty-eight, right.
0: Yeah. So said, Morgan and Wise must be going around the same sort of. Eric Morgan always used to say that women was one of those places where, you know, you'd be in a dressing room or in the side of a, a room somewhere, and all these these girls would be effectively naked, with just two black gloves and, and black stockings on. He said they
2: looked like the five of clubs. <laughs> 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 <It's a> little, <laughs> the well, he was always, he was always a bit of a laugh. Yeah. He was always going out and getting his meat pies from there was a Jewish shop across the road, a, a, a Jewish uh, sort of uh, whatever you call it. And he'd come back with a big meat pie with a load of, and then he'd eat that and go go over the load of pork in his hand. <laughs> there, well, we can't come in here with that. It's, oh, thank you very much, Mark again. <laughs> That's for a gag. Dear. Anyway, there we go. Yeah. Your um, your father was a stuntman. Yeah, John. Yeah,
0: John. Um, yeah. now, obviously, g- growing up, were you aware of, of what he was
2: doing and and uh, his 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 career path? Uh, not really. I mean, he. He was, I call a part-time stunt. He was more into golf and things like that. He was, he loved yeah, his. It's much golf, like man. I am right much now. Like is. Part-time yeah, stuntman. Yeah. <laughs> he, he'd, he'd, he'd rather be on the. He had another bit of business cars, He was a car dealer as well. Right. So the stunt work was if he, if it suited him, he'd do it. But uh, it well. and
0: what sort of work did he do then? I mean, what sort of stunt work was he asked <laughs> to do? Was it?
2: Well, he did do most things. He was very very agile for a, for a middle-aged chap in those days. Was quite agile. In fact, I used him on Clockwork Orange. Oh. Ah. I beat my father up and could, we couldn't get over it. Right. <laughs> uh, he was dressed up as a tramp. Like, oh, uh, in, the, in, the,
0: uh, on in this, the underpass?
2: No, in the other one on the stairway. Oh, right. That was my dad. That oh. was John.
0: I've got a great job for you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, i got <laughs> <laughs> going to get you back. Cheers.
2: Well, uh, they <laughs> had a, you know they,
0: your pocket money's being cut, don't you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they had a young guy to do the beating up, and he couldn't get the timing right. No. So I had my dad uh, against the wall. I was going, when I say left, left, when I say right, right, Left, right, left. So his head was going left, right, and I was, I was throwing the punch, you know. So. Well, and anyway, good makeup. He looked pretty good when he was finished.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so extraordinary. It just uh, <clears throat> what, those, the, those. They don't make movies like that anymore. We've had this conversation they on news. Can't, can they can they can't really probably back then. Uh, yeah, um,
1: fear of offending somebody. now, though, Well, isn't this it? is it. So uh,
0: again, from that period and from your your. Um, Skating and from the ice yeah. working routine. How did you get to get to meet Derek? Well, what was the deal? Well,
2: well uh, I, I met Derek after I uh, there was Hep Howard Evans and Powell. Yep. Yeah. Um, they advertised um, in the stage magazine, and uh, a friend of mine. So said they're, they're looking for stunt people. Well, I just finished a show um, at the Adelphi mm-hmm. uh, with Pete Murray and Ted Woodward. Ted Woodward. Yeah. Uh, called Scarpa, and I played third lead in that. It was quite a physical role, as they were doing flips and things. Okay. And I went along, um, they had an office in Paddington Street, and uh, took one look at me and said, Oh, yeah, yeah, get down to Pinewood tomorrow. I said, What? Got down, uh, d- double for P- uh, Paul Weston. Uh, no, Weston, what was his name? David Weston. Right. Uh, on the uh, Disney thing. Uh, what was it called now? Young Dick Turpin. Oh, yes. So I, I, that's why I started. The first thing I did in that respect was mm. fully on the board, you know. That was about 1950, 64. 60, 64. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, I did that. And then uh, I did a, did that and a couple of bits. Then there was a shot in um, a film, The Babysitter. Right. And it was Leslie Carroll, and uh, I forget the guys now, he's, he's, he's the great heartthrob of, of that period. Um, Shirley MacLaine's brother, I think. Oh, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, I double him. Right. And they had a job uh, on, on the balcony, jumping out and grabbing onto a cherry picker, which was pushed by a baby going down the street, and the cherry was doing this all over the road. Right. And you couldn't put a pad in, because the thing was moving. Yeah. And I believe several people had turned the job down and idiot me. I thought, well, if I can grab it, I'll get it, you know. I I, I got it anyway, so. And then uh, Joe Powell uh, came and said, we're going out to Israel on a film called Cast a Giant Shadow. Um, uh, You know, would you like to come out? So that was it. I went out Mm -hmm. with Joe, did Cast a Giant Shadow, double for um, uh, a guy called Status Galinus and Kirk Douglas on that. And, um... That was quite another quite a funny thing there as far as the stunt guys go. They had a cameo part for Frank Sinatra. Right. And um, we were sitting in the Lingab Desert. I'd just flipped a jeep over for Kirk Douglas. And Meryl Shales from the direct committee said, Roy, he said, uh, could you double Sinatra? So I said, Joe was in charge. I said, well, you better ask Joe. So Joe said, uh, I said do you fancy said, Well, what's he doing? He said, well, they'd done a cameo shot of him in... The stage where he's inside a little Orster aircraft and the arrows have got spitfires and they come and they start shooting him up in the air. And he's firing back which he's got his a pistol. And then he gets a soda fountain thing where well, those sort of squirts that and jumps out of the plane. They've done that all on a gyro in the studio. Right. But uh, they want now they've got the set they've got a, they've got the plane here. They want you could you do a parachute jump? That's Sinatra, I said, sure, you know. Had you ever jumped to have a plane before? Yeah, yeah. That was my next say <laughs> That was a new one, was it? I was a pa- well, I was a PTI in the RAF, and I was, par- right. I was a parachute instructor. Oh, well, there we are. <laughs> so- Qualified. Otherwise, it was like, where's this going to go? yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: Um so I did the jump. I landed probably a quarter of a mile away from the main unit, and it was a very warm day, and you had a bit of a heat haze. And uh, I saw a figure coming out of this haze, and I thought, great, the proper is going to give me a hand pull my shroud in, you know. So I'm putting it around it was Frank Sinatra. said, Love the lovely jump kids, I Love the jump the <laughs> cheese. He said, Where are you staying here? I said, I don't know. He said, anyway, he said, I'm staying in Beersheba, I think, tonight. So I said, Okay. And he walked so I found out I was staying in the same hotel where all the guys were there. Yeah. And um they had a rather mar- marvellous bar and also a great uh, a great cabaret show going on there. Mm. And the guys knew I'd done musicals, so I was the singing clown, always dragged on and say, and the Strangers in the Night had just come out. So I think it was um, it was Joe, Jack Cooper, uh, who else was there? Cherry Plummer. Right. Get Roy on the stage and go and get him singing. You know what they're like. <laughs> so suddenly my own Strangers in the Night had just come out, so I'm going, Strangers in the Night, exchanging glances... And uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's a little hub. A few Israelis make a little noise in the corner. It's quite a big big arena area. Suddenly it's gone dead quiet. I thought, geez, I must be good. Sinatra's come running. and I said, I'll do it with you, kid.
0: It's <laughs> a duet.
2: Uh, I, I'd sung with Sinatra. Yeah, i never got it on film though. You know. Oh, what a shame! that would be terrific, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? Fun, fantastic.
1: It's in the movie. We got to put that in the movie, haven't we?
0: That's got to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to go in the movie. There. That's 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 just. The, oh i can't even find the words that's terrific um so uh your your work then to, i mean it took it, i mean you you were in demand during that period of time i suppose anybody in in that little group yeah um, were always in demand during that yeah, that period of yeah, time yeah. um obviously with with some of the um some of those Bigger pictures that were going on at the time, uh, for instance, Brushwood Love is a good example of a, of a bond. I mean, you, you did uh, just little bits and pieces on, yeah,
2: on I, that. I, I yeah, I didn't do much on the bonds. Did a couple, but I was always doing my own stuff more or less. You know yeah. it, was, it sounds crazy, but I was too busy one way or another. Well, it sounds pompous, doesn't it? You know? No, but
0: if you're busy, I suppose. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you've <laughs> got to turn it down if you can't do if you're doing. Something Sorry, else. I can't do
2: the Bond, darling. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. This commercial is not going to film itself, you know. I've got stuff to do. Uh, uh, the um, uh, with In connection with, again, I'm just going back to Derek for a second, but in connection with Derek, the, the, this period happened, what, sort of 60, 66?
2: 66, 67, yeah. 66, 67, yeah.
0: So it started with with Long the, Days
2: dying. Yeah. That, around that sort of period. About that period, 66, 67 period, yeah. That's when I first met Derek. Yeah. Um,
0: there was a lot of uh, uh, you presumably are presumably familiar with the documentary. There was a documentary called "Dying for a Living." Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: which yeah. and there's a there's a sequence in it of, of there's you, there's Alan Shuntz, there's Derek
2: Terry Walsh, Walsh, yeah, an Italian guy, lovely guy, um, Val, right. Val 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 Masetti. I spoke to him on the phone the other day. Yes? Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Give him my regards. I will do. Where is yeah. it in Italy? Yeah, Tuscany. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I must give him a girl. When, I, I when, I
1: when we can conquer technology, we're going to get
0: him on the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lovely guy. Um,
0: but that that was that seemed like a really as a terrific documentary. I did have it was on BBC Two and I, I'm still trying to track it down. But it was a terrific documentary about. That's where
2: we were in a shower or something. Yeah, there was we? a. I think I've got it somewhere. Have you? Oh, that, I've,
0: if... I'll try and find it. We'll try try and I'm, such it a,
2: I'm such a junk person. I, I mean, I, I might find it in the shoebox or something. And yeah. it tucked away. But out. it was it
0: was such a great show about following the team. Yeah. It was, everything yeah. was the yeah. team, testing the stuff and, yeah. and rehearsing the, the fight and yeah. doing
2: this and doing that. So
1: can, can I ask, when, when were you aware of, of Havoc? Was it, was it
2: already in... No, I was, a, I was aware of Derek. He approached me. I, I didn't know what Havoc was really. Right. You know. uh, I think it was shortly after... I think it was after, after I, I, I did Casino Royale. Right. And I think I, was, I met him at and I think, there right. and he said... I've got some work, would you like to do some stuff for me? And that was it, you know, very Mm. casual. Because
0: I think everybody was doing everything around that sort of time. They were working on Casino during the day and Dirty Dozen at night, because they are all filmed in the same sort of thing. Well,
2: I've worked on Dirty Dozen. I got shot out of the car by... um, Who was the lead in that film? Teddy Savalas? No, no, Savalas was the nasty one, wasn't he? Uh, Uh, Yes. But... Lee Marvin Lee Marvin it, yeah right yeah, I, 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 again I was I was doing my own stuff I was working for ATV at the time doing something right with Racco Walsh and Tom Jones
0: There's a combination as you do <laughs> good heavens <laughs> well, I never expected those two in the same. That was a <laughs> sentence, film wasn't it we're all talking about <laughs> a bit in the film here aren't we <laughs> well, a, there
2: was a producer called John um, Schofield right um, uh, and uh, ATV was across the road from EMI in those days right and the world got round that I'd done musicals and stuff like that, apart from action and stunts. Sinatra had a word after the duet. Yeah, so put the kid in, you know, yeah, you it's know. not bad. <laughs> 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 what a referee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some connections. Can, refer, can we refer you to anything? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, John, I, I was working on either one the Saints or something or other. Uh-huh. And John sent one of his uh, echelon over say, we're doing some musical stuff. Would you get involved? Well, I don't mind doing one or two things. Uh, so I should shoot across there, um, and the sequence was um, with Tom Jones. He was, I was the villain tying her to the railway track, and oh, Tom was okay. the hero. Okay, and he comes and we do a, we do it. Did a fight duel with guns. He shot me. And I did a backflip, and that was the. He shot me, and That was the, that was my part, you know. And he was singing along. Came Jones, big strong Jones. Bang, bang, and that was all over, you know. This is quickly turning into a musical episode, <laughs> this, isn't is, it? this is musical theatre, isn't Ladies it? Ladies and
0: gentlemen, Roy will <laughs> the soundtrack to your life, and everybody's life at this rate. Sinatra, <laughs> do you, do you do Tom ditties? Jones.
1: You can do a ditty for us. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll get you to
0: sing. We'll, you can sing an intro. We'll have our own theme tune, as, as sung by. Heavens above. It's extraordinary. So there was, um, and again, Casino, you, you, you doubled Deborah Carr, didn't you?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Going out. down the drainpipe. Was that what it was? Yeah,
2: they took me out to Ireland. And, and that was... A, you heard that, so you've heard about it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I
0: haven't. Tell, tell <laughs> the audience. Tell the world. Tell the world. Okay. It's
2: a great story. Uh, I had a job of Deborah Carr climbing out of a window with a pair mm. of Wellington boots and a nightdress on. And, um, Hang on, pause. Let's just picture that for a second. <laughs> for those people who haven't seen it. Okay,
0: where well, you going We're going right the whole thing.
2: And... Uh, uh, the, the word had got out and the local villagers all be on camera hanging out, you know. <laughs> and yours truly had to come down this drainpipe. Well, mm. It was about three floor floors, I forget how it was.
0: Mm, looked
2: high. And I'm coming coming down and my dress got caught on part of the nail on the drainpipe. Ooh. And I have very loose underpants and so I forgot, I didn't realise that the dress was going to get caught and certain things were dangling in the air and all the trouble <laughs> <laughs> looking at <laughs>
0: What it was known in 1967 as a wardrobe <laughs> and malfunction.
2: <laughs> and then one, one, one of the Wellington boots came off and fell among the crowd. Which <laughs> <laughs> So I stuck with one boot, a pair of whatever. All these people <laughs> looking up going, oh
0: no, <laughs> Deborah Carr's got, what's that, a hernia? Is that, <laughs> is that your Indian Is that your Indian accent that's again? That's the Indian accent again, yes. I'm doing very well here on Indian <laughs> yeah, accent. There, there was a
1: thing Debra Carr's let herself go a bit.
2: She, <laughs> <laughs> she shave her legs she before she like gets She the King and I. Well, <laughs> oh, she
1: that's, a,
0: that's what she looks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Um, then, and of course the, the, the work on Monte Carlo will bust.
2: Yeah, Monte Carlo. Well, there was a, f- a funny thing, when we were doing Casino Royale, I think it was well, I think it was Gillian She said um, I was wondering Ruben Martin, you've heard of Reuben Martin? He was uh,
0: Ruben Martin, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah really strong. I mean the strongest man I've ever met actually. Right. He could take me up on one hand, we used to do hand balancing and stuff like that. And um Rube and I were working on a sequence on Casino, which we were doing some stuff, you know, hand balancing. And she said, this little filming we'd like to do on Oliver. Huh. Oliver was being filmed on, on the back lot. Right. And she said, Would you, could you fill a little piece in the corner? So if you look very tightly in the corner, when they're singing, consider yourself Well, Linda, da, 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 you'll see Ruben I, and I and Malcolm Weaver. Right. Malcolm is a great hand balance, a great gymnast, doing a little bit in the corner. So we were just, that was the same day, <laughs> the same day as we were doing a punch hips. up on that thing with uh, with John Wayne. You know, John Wayne. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, seeing as we mentioned John Wayne, we should let's. Uh, we're, we're, I know we're going forward slightly, but we're going to come back. Um. But let's let's talk about Brannigan and that <clears throat> that extraordinary fight, which um, uh, was the Lamb Pub, wasn't it? The, ex- yeah, the exterior, yeah. yeah. But the interior, of course, was the it was, was the pine was, one, was yeah. the pint. Was... you
1: were telling me about this, John. The, 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 everybody was trying. To, every, there was a punch up within a punch up because everybody wanted to get punched <laughs> by John Wayne.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was dressed up in a little sailor suit. You were the navy. You were, there was you and Peter Diamond who were the navy. And, you
2: know, I got thrown off the balcony. Off the Peter balcony. didn't.
0: No, a, he effectively started it, though, couldn't he? They all bumped into <laughs> yeah. him, who then spilt the pint, yeah. and then Nosha throws <laughs> the first punch. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. Um, but the, the 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 story goes that when everybody realised right this is the situation, they were all going to Peter Bram and saying, "I'd like that. I, I need to get that punch." that that one something that then sends me down the bar which eventually Alf joined Alf got. joined
2: yeah. Um, yeah
0: but I think everybody's had a pitch at it and thought us oh, a go come on I want to get <laughs> I want to get lamped by John Wayne just once you know mm. I don't mind if he even hits me you know it was yeah. that guy. Yeah. yeah, but uh, what was that to work I mean extraordinary that's, that's a terrific fight sequence because yeah. there's so many different aspects that was when
2: Crawford kept walking the door and getting smashed exactly, in the face with the bowl hat. yeah Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> that gets arrested for just walking yeah. into the pub. <clears throat> yeah
2: um
0: but there was some, I mean, that, uh, it, it's, it's got so many different elements. There's so many things going yeah. on and often what you forget is the lovely stuff that happens behind
2: Yeah,
0: the the, the shots behind, um, they're, they're leaving the pub mm-hmm. and Del Baker does this with a bottle of whiskey and John Wayne takes it out of his hand and he brings it down to hit, I forget who tries to hit, um... Chris Webb brings it down, and there's nothing there. He goes, yeah. Oh, and he just looks at it. <laughs> you know, all this stuff in the all, background. All little take-ons,
2: yeah, yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. How long did that? Was that a day shoot, or was that uh, over know, a couple uh, of days? Uh,
2: two days shoot, two or three days. I can't, I can't remember exactly. But it was more than a day. Yeah, yeah.
0: And who put all that together?
2: Bram, Peter Bram. Yeah, Bram.
0: yeah.
2: Pebbles, Pebbles. <laughs> yeah.
0: Of course, he he also just <clears throat> on on that movie, but there was a separate sequence, a car chase sequence and um, yeah. Peter was, uh, was doubling the guy who was chasing Frank Henson, yeah. who was doing the driving for John Wayne. And of course, there's that sequence where he jumped Tower, uh, tower Bridge. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, But, obviously, they jumped a version of Tower Bridge when it was like yeah. this. And uh, so they jumped from one side to the other, and then uh, the police came up and arrested Peter mm-hmm. because there was no license.
2: Yeah.
0: The admin, they got no license. It just, to took s- it
2: just took chances and those days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right, we'll jump this. Um, of course, there was no... There was no license to film that side of the river. So they arrested him.
2: It was, it was a funny period. I mean, prior to that, I did something on Z cars. Right. And, um, it's way before Havoc. And, um, I had to play a police inspector with pips and everything. Huh. And I think Joe Wadham, we were using Wadham's cars. Yeah. And we'd been shooting pretty late. It was about three in the morning. And we are coming back to Wembley where Joe, Joe lived and, um, Normally you go back to the studio and get changed, put a gear on, take all the stuff off the cars, you know. we were so damn late we thought bugger, oh, we were all tired, so we just drove through Kilburn High Street. With me with the PIPs. The, all the all the signs and all on top of them, not going, but the lights and everything in the car. The police car pulled alongside of us. Oh, oops. Looked at me and I, I was sitting there said, Where are you going? Saw my pips, I went, a very special case, buckle off, and they turned. away, <laughs> <laughs> and they went, Oh, well, sorry, sorry, sir. <laughs> 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 Need to know, and you don't,
0: because <laughs> 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 Joe Warden was in charge with uh, Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that was his uh... yeah, and that there's, a, I there's a
0: great story, <clears throat> and uh, whether you're uh, whether you remember it at all, but apparently, there was uh, after filming one evening, and there was a lovely drinks evening up in a bar somewhere, mm-hmm. and some. Italian skiers or something of that nature and uh anyway they're, they're a bit of
2: a punch up in the bit behind. of a punch up was there <laughs> <laughs> come on then, let's hear that one
0: yes <laughs> do you, you, get away do with you that remember one, much about well, it
2: Frank I was I was in bed well I'm going to say I was in bed I was, I was laying out yeah laying. I see a point yeah go on and, um, <laughs> Frank All Henson, friends, I, here. I was showing Rui Henson he came and said there's a punch up in the bar next door I said oh Christ I, I thought I've got to get so I can't leave because I, I got out and we were at our hotel it was a bit of a slope that hotel oh. I got out and I was barefoot and I hit the ice and went straight down past the hotel and I was <laughs> skiing past and I got back and the punch up was over nearly <laughs> they were all all, all all the Swedes and us were all kissing each other the time oh, I got there yeah. who, who started it? <laughs> I've no
0: idea. (laughs) (laughs) Again, but there's, uh, Frank, I think was the,
2: more importantly, who won? More well. It would have been Frank. (laughs) Frank loves starting things, then walking away, you know.
0: There was, there was a moment where somebody had said Frank fell out through the window. Oh, he pulled
2: somebody's tie, that was it. He
0: pulled somebody's tie, I think.
2: Yeah, he pulled something, I think Frank had, I'm not saying, because, you know, something happened there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, something happened like some pulled Frank's tie for something or other I don't quite know what else went yeah. on but
0: I think ultimately he, he was standing there Whilst as the punch up was going on standing in the in the window with an open window and said lads remember you're british and dived out <laughs> dived out the window dived out into a snowdrift yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but who won? I want to know who won. Well, think... well, they all went up drinking madly the rest of the night. You oh,
0: know? Yeah, I think they'd all made up by that time. But uh, <laughs> it was just—it made the paper apparently the following day. So it was—it was a good old story.
2: Well, the, the, the funniest thing about that was <clears throat> I had to double for um, Sue Hampshire, right? And I—I um, <clears throat> got up. Uh, we'd been shooting pretty late, and the AD came in and said, "Roy said." Ken wants to see you dressed. They got, got first shot in the morning. I said what? TJ Jay, I said um, I got makeup and hairdress ready. So, oh shit! So uh, when i got all this gear on, I, I look pretty good. I had a good pre-election those days, you know? station. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I got all this slap on the mirror, the wig, the whole lot. And Ken's in the, the centre though. This hotel in the centre of the bar. There, he's got the cameras. you know, straight. Give you a little test. Yeah. Okay. This is now about nine o'clock at night. So so I walked in there. It was all pitch black. I wasn't in the middle of this hall. All the lights went up. Happy birthday to you. It was a complete wind-up. Oh, there I am, dressed as Susan Hampshire. Marvelous. And then Nosher came out and said, let's have a dance, darling. you going to turn that one down, are you? No, you're not going to turn Nosha down for a dance, really, are you?
0: Yeah. be honest. Um, so, again, Derek connected. But, I mean, I, I don't know whether... I never know... There was a very small team of people. I think worked on Italian job. Yeah. Were you part of that team?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, what happened was the minis were set up over here before Remy Julie and his team did the lot. Right. And Derek, Derek never drove. He no. Couldn't drive. And um, we were down in Borden. I think Borden Camp. I think it was somewhere. Yeah. And uh, they were fitting the minis uh, with a special uh, 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 stuff on it, so that the chassis wouldn't get smashed. Right. I mean, it strengthened the chassis and the engine mounts and all that stuff. And they asked if I'd drive the cars, you know. Just t- I tested all the minis before they went over there. You know. yeah. So that was it. And then um, <coughs> Remy Julian's son hurt himself. Oh. And uh, they um, said, they knew no, I'd double for Derek. And nobody knows I actually worked on the cars until then. Oh. So I went out and did about three days for him doing this. Oh, did t- you? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go. It's all story. It's all life, you
0: know. Yeah, exactly. Coming so I'm um, just to, to tying you down to that area. So there was there was the, part of the car work, and then a part of the um, the police, the gang, the, the gang, gang, thing the gang, in the yeah, middle. Of... Yeah, yeah. Okay. It? Yeah. So that was your involvement in that. Yeah,
2: section, yeah, doing stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> what, what was
0: Derek like? I mean, from from your from your perspective. I mean, did you?
2: Um,
0: how did you get on with Derek? As very a... well.
2: Very well. I mean, he, he was a he was a. He loved being. He had a little. Sides he could do with things, he, he was an actor basically. I mean, yeah. there was more an actor than a stuntman, I said, but he was, <clears throat> and he, he had a great sense of humor. He also could be pretty morbid sometimes, you know, you get pretty down, like all of us can, but but usually it was quite a bit of fun to be with, yeah.
0: And a good team, the Havoc team, yeah, as well.
2: yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah.
0: You guys must have done, oh, no, I can't how many TV shows you oh, lot must gosh. have done in various yeah. shapes of, apart from, um, Yeah, yeah. Um, you know d- to serve them all our days and uh, all of those all those shows that were going on doctor who of course doctor which, who, which yeah. you did a great deal of work on mm-hmm. um tell us about some of the, the work that you did on that with uh, with Derek and havoc
1: and what would be your <clears> part in it? Would, he, would Derek have the job come in and then he'd say okay roy uh, could you do this could yeah you?
2: Uh, i was working uh the, the fall you see there i was working at mm. jury lane doing the four musketeers with harry seacombe right um, I was captain of the King's Guard plus I choreographed some of the stuff there Bill, Bill um, Weston Bill, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill, Bill. fights. Yeah. but I arranged the action and, and I suggested we build a tower on the stage and the first time ever done we built a 40 foot tower and I fought with, Har- with Harry Seacum. he stabbed me and had to come off backwards onto a, th- a big sideboard, he used to fall down, that was my pad Okay. so I had to spot the pad as you're going backwards it was fun, you know <clears throat> and um, the first night of the show, um, they hadn't uh, sort of preset the thing. Nobody knew except obviously the cast. And four ladies fainted in the front door. <laughs> 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 they were <had>, they <laughs> the fire brigade in there, and everybody oh trying to get these God. ladies round. They said he's killed himself. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. Then Derek uh, approached me then to do that ball there. He started, yeah,
0: know, yeah. That's a, well, it's like a cooling <laughs> tower, isn't it? It's a uh...
2: Oh, that was one of those big gasometer things, you know. It doesn't look... Well, the height was different because they're very wide and they don't look big until you get on the top of them.
1: No, that's right. That's always the height, wasn't yeah. it? When you're looking down, you're actually felt that.
2: Well, <laughs> they're that, that, that width, so you think they're not big. Once you get yeah. up there, you're suddenly up 40 or 50 feet, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a good... <clears throat> it's a proper size, isn't it? Mm. I mean, the... the, the um... The angle of it makes it look even even bigger. I suppose it says it says fifty feet from a gas holder.
2: Yeah, That'd be about right. It about feels, right. Maybe felt felt like fifty feet. It was fifty. It was definitely a fifty footer.
0: That's
1: into a box rig.
2: Uh, yeah, box rig. Yeah. I like. I didn't. I didn't like airbags Alf Joint hurt himself pretty badly on a on an airbag the first time he ever did it. And I thought yeah. I saw that. I thought I don't know. Alf, I was always vying for high jumps. You know. Yeah. I think we we got the name for the highest falls in the business.
0: Yeah. You were a firm believer in folding your own boxes, or did do was that the sort well, of team... Co-
2: Jack Cooper used to like folding my boxes. He made the things too bloody hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put tape on them as well. <laughs> he wanted you to bounce. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you a Bond fan? I mean, really
1: a Bond fan? If you enjoy dreaming of what 1991 and 1993 Tim Dalton films would have looked like, or
0: if you have a degree in octopusy but still don't know which Fabergé egg is a fake, then the Really 007 podcast is for you. Really 007. We bring an insightful,
1: critical, and silly take on the James Bond films. We are proudly part of the Pod Dojo network and are available for free on iTunes and Spotify. We have regular, in-depth reviews of every Bond film,
0: As well as special episodes on different aspects of the series. And some of
1: us are a bit down on the Craig
2: era, Robert.
1: While others are happy to pretend to dislike things, just to get cheap laughs. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram
0: and Facebook, and join in on the James Bond conversation online. Really, Douglas?
1: Let's talk... Can we talk rollable? Yes, talk rollable. Let's talk rollable. Because that, I mean, as a kid watching that came out it was just so
2: new, such a new idea well and brutal I, 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 well, I was doing something um, I was doing the O'Needan light right BBC and um, we had a sequence where we wanted to use the tank in Pinewood mm. and I went in there and I met Johnny Huff mm-hmm. the producer director and he knew I skated and uh, then I met Vic, and I did the bit on, on the Superman 2, you know, skating. Too, yeah. And Vic said, hey, that he they're doing a, a skating show. I said, who is that? He said, a thing called Rollerball, I think it is. Um, um, so I, I thought, well, oh, I don't know. I didn't know who to approach. So I just I went to the restaurant, as you did in those days. Yeah. And I'm um, sitting there, and this props guy came in and said, something told me you skate. I said, Yeah. So can you come down tomorrow this case so well yeah okay so i came on my skates in the morning and um so we we, we don't know what really what what to do with this thing i said, Well, what have we got so they show me a rough plan of the game on the banking and all that stuff so first thing i said well if you're going to have motorbikes and and um skates you've got to look after the guide in a sense uh, so I made them, all, all, the, all the wheels were tracked in, so they made one piece wheels slotted so you couldn't put your hands through the spokes. Right. Mm-hmm. The chain, I had a chain cover put over the chains. And then the, they, they got back uh, to the production. I'd done this. And um, what was the Canadian director? Well, was his name? No. Well, anyway, he phoned me up and said, he'd done some work for us. Said, yeah. He said, could you meet me in Pinewood? So I was done skating around Pinewood. With, a, with an old motorbike just towing around on the back. You yeah. know? Mm. And that was how it all started to work out. You know, we've got this spring thing on the back you can pull off and shoot it off. Okay. And um, he, said, he said, God, you can skate. I said, well, that's been my livelihood, you know. <laughs> yeah. He said, you know, he skates." so I got the British hockey team who came second in the world. Right. And they were really the main skaters in the film. Mm-hmm. So we worked that out. And we shot that all in Munich, uh, just in the um, um, Olympic basketball, near to Munich, uh, the Munich football ground right next to that. So we shot the whole thing there. Yeah. Interesting. You you double
0: James Cairn on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Of course, there was uh, a number of American stuntmen on there as well. Yeah, but
2: they weren't skaters.
0: No, they weren't. But there was a couple of, Dar Robinson was, was do you remember Dar Robinson? Yeah,
2: well, Dar couldn't skate. No. Um, yeah, no Dime he wanted to go to the States with him and do some work some stuff out once right. we worked with him because um, you'll see me balancing on the car there yes um, Monte Carlo Monte Carlo he, he, um, he said you know he wanted to learn how to hand balance and do right. stuff he said he said you know if we're going on a train you're doing hand balance with will stop it jerk, and you go to the top of the car So right. said, well, we did that gag actually yeah. and he said he said, come to the States he said you can work forever but I had other plans at the time you know and life goes on yeah
0: it's a very successful movie. But, but, I mean, it got it got ba- um, rollable again. One of those pictures that at first, well, had a bit of interest, but not as much as you'd think of it, and then got really big when, yeah. when it came out. on video. It's, it's, got... it's now a cult film, it's right? cult movies. It's I don't, cult is movie. it really yeah, it's I don't a know, cult know, movie? A cult picture? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look at the, uh, look again. Look at the pictures that you've done. Yeah, you can throw a stick and hit a bunch of them. Alien, for mm-hmm. instance. Mm-hmm. You know, as the. As the coordinator on that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you were doing a lot of the testing for the alien, weren't yeah, you? Yeah,
2: I tested for alien. Yeah, well, that made a big mistake, and the, and the initial set was built uh, in in the two stage at Shepperton, uh. and uh, the alien had to run along, which was Eddie Powell. Yeah, well, well, they had a, a big black guy who, when they got their head and started screaming, his claustrophobic couldn't oh, stand yes, it. That's yet. right. Yeah. So I got Eddie in to do the doubling, right, or do the do the thing, you know. But they had a mini hit for me, uh, just to test out stuff, and then um, we had to put the whole set up on blocks. Right. So you never saw his feet running. So he was made up to seven feet high with the heads. Yeah. So he spent a week just put really was going mad because they had jack the whole thing up, so he could run along, you know, or move along the thing.
0: And again, at that time, when you look at the whole thing, you, you did you think? This is going to be something special. Really? No, you I didn't. Have I'd, thought I'd, it, I didn't
2: you? think anything about alien. It's
0: just another job of work. Uh, yeah,
2: well, I just finished one called um, another space film. Well, Saturn what? Three. Saturn Three. You got it, bang on. Farrah mm-hmm. at majors, yeah, with Kirk Douglas.
0: That's and that really. That's mm-hmm. one of my favourite scenes. That last scene, <clears throat> you in slow motion, doubling Kirk Douglas, going into the into the pool with the whole the
2: electric and stuff, soft, going. All the stuff. Great yeah.
0: scene. <laughs> really good. I've always wanted to get. If I can get a. A, st- a really good still image of that—that'd be great. I'm blown up. That's just for my own. If anybody out there wants to do that, by the way, they're more than happy. Um, the Stunt Pod at Gmail. Send it in. It's fine. I'm, I'll be happy to accept that as a as a, as a gift of some shape or form. It's a very iconic image. Um, but my my interest with
1: being a performer is is your your process from when you had that script. Let's, let's talk about Alien. Yeah. this single <clears throat> Alien out. You had the script. What's your process from that point? Do you how many times do you read it? When do you start taking notes? When does the images in your head start thinking? Oh, okay, this is this this is about that.
2: Well, Ridley was very much in charge of all that stuff. Yeah. Ridley would come along and say, "Can it? Can it do that? Can it be done? Can you do it this way?" Mm-hmm. He he had the script. Every he knew every detail of that film, yeah. and he knew how he wanted it done. I would, I would say, "Yeah, we can do it, or we can't do it." Um, I, I I mean. So, I mean, I doubled for Johnny Hurt when he found the egg. Yeah. Yes. Johnny, could, Johnny hated the hat thing and all that stuff. He'd have a close-up, but he wouldn't walk on the top of the egg, so it was me falling into the eggs. Okay. And stuff like that, you know. But it wasn't really an action picture. It was more... Uh, no, whatever,
0: there were, there were key know. moments along the way. You know, stayed,
2: the fight. Uh, you stayed on the fight with Sigourney Weaver.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, being an old mate, we worked it out. Yeah. It
0: was As fun. a dance routine.
2: More or less. <laughs>
0: She's going. Just but hold, me up. hold me up. <laughs> without the singing bit, Roy. <laughs> don't I'm sing.
2: singing with the alien. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, good yeah. Stuff. of course. The final section, of course, is 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 the alien dropping through. It's a yeah. high fall, effectively. Yeah, well, isn't
2: I, it? I did that first. You I did that really? Yeah. Right. I, did that. I mean, we. Uh, I was on. Uh, I was on the the firm stage at the back at Shepherd's. It was a right. high stage there, and um, what I did, I rigged it so I had a pad which they put uh, the moon and the stars and all that below. And I dropped from... I was hanging this way, yep. the camera above me, and just dropped away with a half twist, so I, they got the effect. That's it. Right. I did that, and then we put Eddie in with the head, and he did the other thing, you know. An extraordinary costume, though, isn't it? What was it? Bloody awful thing. I mean, it was a hot summer, too. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know... You, I think you took that thing off you. It's like a kettle of water, you know, you just pour exactly, it out Yeah stretch, you? Really.
0: When you look at some of the I outfits don't... that you, got, you have to wear, okay, mm. fair enough. How,
2: l- how long did, did it take was... to get in it? Uh, well, probably an hour and a half to yeah. get it really sewn up and tucked up properly.
1: Let's yeah. sew so you in.
2: More, we'll stick you yeah, in, yeah, because like, a lot it. of you come loose, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like they, Velcro-y they're, they're type super, super glue sometimes. <laughs> super glue. <laughs> <laughs> to cut you out of the bloody thing.
0: Super glue you into it,
2: dear. Yeah,
0: do you want to cover anything else at this stage?
1: Well, I, I mean, yeah, but the pro- the process, the sort of like you know, get, get breaking things down from an idea to a con- to to a workable concept to the performer, briefing the performer, and then doing the doing the gag. Um, what is there anything special that you'd add to it? Is it I mean, is it all into your interpretation of the script? Um, does it work yeah. with the narrative? is there any point to the action bit? Can we not do it a different way? Is, there, is there, How how do you look on that? Because essentially, it comes back to answer that that question of we, why we started the podcast. What is a stunt? What for you is a stunt that makes, makes your involvement? We're
2: talking generally about stunts yeah, now. And, and, and,
1: yeah, and, and your process. How does it get into it? I mean, when you're reading the script, you go, well, that's not actually a stunt.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, what is a stunt? I mean, is a punch-up a stunt or is a... There's a high fall of There's falling off a horse of There's. I think you've got to think: Are the audience going to enjoy this? Is it going to visually? Is it going to be? Is it? Am I, would I be interested in watching yeah. that? If not, why do It's no point, you know. If you compare the two,
0: obviously you'd said that Ridley Scott was very in in charge of that particular mm-hmm. sequence. The clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you given a great deal of leeway then by Kubrick uh, initial- to say, look, <laughs> this is? Take well, I, this I, was scene.
2: Uh, I was working in um, Malta on Zeppelin. Yes, and um, there, Kubrick had already got rid of two stunt rangers, no names, no package. No, no, understood. And uh, I came. I, I, I was. I just finished shooting, and uh, uh, an AD. Uh, I was, what was it? Um, Get his name now. He said, oh, uh, he was working on Clockwork. He, he said, Roy, it was a Sunday. He said, uh, we're shooting in Radlett." It was, it was the rape sequence at Asian Quarry. Oh, yes. said, so, uh, Stanley Kubrick uh, was a bit tough. But he said, would you fancy having a little chat? I said, sure, so I went and saw him. Stanley gave me the script. He said, uh, this is the fight sequence. He said, what do you make of it? So i never met Malcolm McDowell before that. I said, Malcolm, can you dance? He said, well, I said, woof. And he, I guess he was quite active. And he was actually whistling, singing in the rain. What was he? And I said, why don't we do it to that? He said, what do you mean? I said, well... Do-de-dum-dum, do dum dum do de do dum dum bum." He went... Oh, and <laughs> Kubrick was watched, Kubrick. said, that's a great idea. And then... um Where they, with Adrian, they wanted to tie her up with rope, Mm. which is very long-winded. And I'd never seen it done before. It just came to my head, and it was a Sunday. And I said, well, why don't we do it with cello tape? He said, what do you mean? So I said, well, put your hands out, Stanley. And I tied cello tape around his hands. I said, can you get out? He said, no, I can't. Because you get 10 times, you you can't do it. That's it's solid, yeah. Yeah, so he said, said, what are you going to do? I said, well, why don't we just zip? and in the rain, tight round me. Right. He said, "Great idea." So we had everybody, prop boys, assistants running around, all these little Indian chops getting sellotape on a Sunday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the the, the the whole rhythm of the sequence is based around that that whole that yeah. song, isn't it? Yeah,
2: right. yeah, extraordinary.
0: Yeah. And this yeah. has all
1: come from the actor singing it, or it just off, yeah, off set. it just, was offset. Off well, was offset. Just thinking.
2: He was doing. No, he actually sang it. Was Dude, it part of the narrative? Yeah, he, but he, but he, he sung it. it. He sang it in a funny sort of way. Oh, wasn't, okay. wasn't so this character was doing yeah, it, so we added yeah, it. in. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. okay. And uh, then I had to double Malcolm. Jump. There's a, a hotel window about the size of that, probably that high. It's very it's similar. 50 to foot, oh, that's right. Yeah. I had to come out the top window as Malcolm when he was being driven by Beethoven and all yes, right. so. I did that gag and various other bits and pieces. Yeah, but Stanley gave me a free free reign completely after that. Really? Yeah.
1: Because you understand the narrative of what the character, yeah. so yeah. you added to it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, action, no action for action's sake.
0: No, well, this is it. You know, because the the uh, I know we touched on it earlier, but the um, the beating of the tramp in the subway. Yeah, again, that was to, that was a two music, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, I forget the tune. Uh, oh, the the um,
2: yeah. My memory's gone, I can't I Even remember it. I can't it.
0: remember it, but... I, mean, I, <laughs> Blimey, then, I know. We are in trouble, aren't we? we? <laughs> we'll, we'll offer it out. <laughs> Anybody? <No. laughs> um, Put your answers too. But it was a very, again, a very rhythmical... Yeah,
2: well, that was Kubrick, though, wasn't it?
0: He had that sense of something.
2: Yeah. Well, he, he loved music. I mean, his wife plays a marvellous piano. She's an yeah. artist, she paints and does everything, I think...
0: Of course, when he was doing Doctor Strange, love, he just had "We'll Meet Again" yeah, playing the whole time, yeah, yeah. and put all the sequences to yeah. that tune. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Very rhythmical.
1: Let's do the quick questions. Quick, quick questions. questions. Quick You're cards. Like You'll like this. So, I'm going to throw a question at you. It doesn't have to be a one. It's like a one one line question. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a one line answer. So, uh, what what's your favourite? Uh, the favourite work you've done. The favourite stunt you've done. The one that or you go back and go, wow, well, that was a good. One. Got married once. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Ching. Um right, the ones the one stunt you wished you did. If you've seen other films and gone, God, I wish I'd done that.
2: Um I like the stunt on the stagecoach where uh um Mark and Mark was creeping along in the horses. I'd love to have done that. It's the
0: second time somebody yeah. said that. Yeah, we, we're we're speaking gonna to, do a top ten, I think.
2: We we're speaking to Terry Leonard on Tuesday. Yeah. And
1: he, he Tried to do it again on was it stagecoach?
0: It was uh, Legend of the Lone Range He yeah. tried to yeah. do it again, yeah.
1: and then he convinced Spielberg to, to do it on Raise the, the Lost Ark with the, mm-hmm. with the van. Yeah. So we're talking we're talking all about that on Tuesday with Terry Leonard mm-hmm. so, um, The one stunt you wished you didn't do.
2: That I did, or well yeah. you
1: didn't? That or well, you, yeah. you, did. You, you did. You did just and go, and You get up. And you, went, you When you get up and go, oh, never gosh, again. Didn't
2: Can we go again? no No. No, I never had one like that. No. No? Oh, no. I can't honestly say
1: I never had a stun that I did. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Like falling down a Roth Iron staircase in <clears throat>
2: boxer shorts or
0: something. Like
2: that. Oh. <laughs> Only once, please. No.
0: <laughs> He'd have been roller skating down the <laughs> Roth raw- <time> Iron staircase. <laughs> I, I, did, I did that, actually.
2: We did a thing with Lindsay DePaul where I skated down a, 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 a Roth Iron staircase. Right. Just clip. Well, I did virtually. I took off and cleared the first floor, hit the flat, hit the flat, and took off the second floor and again, just. Just really? just boom 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 clear them, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, in your eyes, what what makes a good stunt performer or a coordinator?
2: <clears throat> Ooh, coordinator or stuntman? Mm. Uh, I think <coughs> it's a hard one that there's so many so many aspects that fly off it, aren't they really? Yeah. I mean people have got different ways of looking at things and approaching things. I think understanding the guys you're working with, understanding the actors, understanding your director mm. and being capable of doing it. I mean, as you know, if you, if, if, if you don't do one or make a cock-up, it goes around very quickly. Yeah. And I uh, think, well, we made a cock-up of that one or, da, 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 or it didn't work, you know, or you get hurt or whatever.
1: If, if you had the time again, is there anything you would have changed?
2: Um, yeah, I'd a lot younger, I think.
0: Yeah, you started a lot younger. I'm not not in showbiz. but oh, right. in, I in, say, in, in the film world. I think. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because op- when I was younger, I was off parts in films. So yeah. I, I was a good-looking kid, and I turned them down because I, I went. To, I did drama. I worked for the RSC for a while. Right. I did uh, Mike with uh, Judy Dench and Michael windsor husband I did As You Like It up there, I choreographed that, and yeah. did stuff with that with various other people. Um. Yeah, but, I don't know, acting... Uh, I I love musicals, so I did a couple of musicals. Well, yeah. uh, I'd like to have done more in that field, but the, the gradually the stunts took over, you know. I was yeah. always in demand. It sounds rather big-headed, but I was. No, that's it,
0: isn't it? You can't, uh, yeah. much as you'd like to have done something... <laughs> what what up, would be your else.
2: advice for for st- st-
0: stunt performers nowadays?
2: Well, I didn't know about them not being a register. If anybody can do it, I mean, why waste your time... <laughs> taking all these yes. so called um, I mean people have passed about twenty different tests on various things now, but is it a waste of time? Mm-hmm. I mean you can tell anybody you're a stuntman if you can if you but if you're a specialist, maybe it maybe you're a a, a national fence or an international fencer, sure. and then you're obviously going to bed and anybody's gonna learn. They'll never be as good as you are at that art. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that something will do, other is like falls, and you'll get people on horses that can really do and stuff. Yeah, they're going to be better than you are because they spent their life doing that thing. Mm. If you want a high diver, you get a high diver that really is a, in, in Olympic form. You know. Yeah. And what was the one discipline that you would always,
1: <clears throat> you know, hope to get if there was a job coming out? Of you? Oh, that's the sort of thing
2: I do. Well, high falls basically. I I like high work. Yeah. Um. What's the most challenging one you did? I think the one with Warren on Beatty, beat, because that was that was a hit and miss. If you missed that you were dead. There's no there was no way out of that one. T- tell us about that, because we th- <clears throat> a bit more about that one. Well, I, think, I, 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 th- I think I think a lot of stunt guys turned it down. Yeah. Because I was pretty young in the game and I didn't realise that uh that, that that if you, uh, uh, they all relied on pads and falling from any height above 30 or 40 feet, which it was their height. Yeah. Well, if I'd have missed the bar, I was gone, you so know. You, so you were
0: jumping to, to a cherry picker? Yeah.
2: yeah. Like jumping out and grabbing onto it. But, but, but it, it, was it was moving
0: around because
2: it was. It, it, the kid was supposed to be pressing buttons. F- from there. what? What were you jumping uh, from? Yeah. From a balcony. the
0: balcony. Balcony, right.
2: Yeah. Uh, that one could have been nasty, you know. And what was the distance between the, the balcony and the cherry picker? Probably about six to eight feet. Right. So you you really laid out to grab it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um,
1: it's about, this is my favourite question. Go on. What's the best practical joke you've ever done on set?
2: Practical joke?
1: Yeah. On set or off set? <laughs> you're not telling us that you haven't done one. <laughs> yeah. I can see him thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> His <laughs> eyes are going Hang on later. I'll oh, just okay. go to I'll the catalogue. Let me have a sip of, of practical the practical jokes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, our joint could be pretty morose sometimes, you know We, we were great pals, but we, he could be a bit morose And we were doing, a, I think it was one of the uh, either Saints or one of those series which mm. we, And <clears throat> he would sit there very quietly and pontificate sometimes And the, he had a favourite pair of jeans And uh, I got some, <coughs> well, my, myself and Bill Reed. Oh, Bill Reed, yeah um, he and Bill were messing about a bit, working something up. So I got some super glue and put it on Elf's on chair. <laughs> and he used to sit there for a half hour and always be late getting on the set. Or uh, Elf joined on set and I knew it was the first call. He got up and, of course, the set was stuck to his bottom and he he couldn't get it off. He walked on set with his chair at 45 <laughs> chair <behind> degrees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Did yeah. he know it was you? Yeah, I kept running. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that scammel? He's over here <laughs> Couldn't be anybody else. Yeah. Dear yeah. Dear.
2: Terrific. Well, Alf was a very serious guy. You didn't mess with him, you know. It? Yeah, he, no, was he was a good was... sort. Yeah.
0: Um, he was well. Uh, yeah, he was. He was always doing lots of terrific bits and pieces. Uh, he yeah. didn't. He didn't need an excuse to to uh, to fool around. Uh, yeah. for the best of times. Let's,
1: let's, let's do. a roundup. So okay. So right. Thank you so much for your time today. It's My been, pleasure. i know, sorry it's been outside, but this was actually the quietest place we could find. It's this it's is fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm freezing death, but right.
0: <laughs> That's all right. All right. We'll warm you We've up. We've got no hot way. towels waiting for you inside. <laughs> but it's been an absolute privilege. Thank you so yes, much Thank, thank you time. very much thank indeed. You. Thanks a lot. Anyway. A man of many talents, I'm sure you'll agree. Many remarkable stories from movies now considered as classics. Roy passed away in May of 2021, aged 88. And we offer this interview as a tribute to him. That's it for now. So until next time, it's bye-bye.